Direct misfire, target many war games. Ben Summit, Spoon are taking aim. Comment, like, and subscribe today. Keeping you notified and up to date. Howdy all, welcome to Direct Misfire's next army breakdown. Uh, tonight I have with me, as always, Benson. And we are studying the forces of the abyss tonight. How are Doing we tonight, very well, thank you, Spoon. How's yourself? Not too bad. Getting ready to get, get evil. evil. Or abyssal. Yeah. Or, or abyssal. whatever. Mm. <laughs> All right. So we'll start off um, with something a little bit different. Uh, instead of our standard breakdown of the introduction, we're going to have a read-through um, hopefully you like it, let us know if you don't. Uh, okay. The Abyss lies many leagues north of Basilea, and yet for many it is still too close for comfort, for it is home of all that is evil in Mantica. Around the outer edges of the Abyss have grown many evil civilizations, corrupted by the dark influence that leaks from within. The empires of the Twilight Kin and the Abyssal Dwarves, as well as Counselors, Orcs, Goblins, and other wretched creatures all exist there. Further down this hellish crevasse, the taint of the malevolent energies of the Wicked Ones becomes stronger and things far worse than orcs dwell. The abyss is a chasm, both literal and metaphorical, in the skin of the world. It is thought by many to be a vast physical cleft in the earth, leading to some cyclopean volcanic depth far below. This is only partly true, for mortals must ever reconcile that which they cannot understand with absolutes. The deeper one ventures into this dizzying realm of darkness, the more it becomes obvious that the Abyss and all its denizens are anathema to natural law. The veil between planes of existence is thin, a dark parody of power of the old Celestians to walk between worlds. Bare rock breathes with bilious life, black smoke coils with dark sentience corrupting all that breathe it. Measureless caverns convulse and twist into labyrinths that it would take a lifetime to traverse. Countless tortured souls gibber as they suffer exquisite pain in the endless dark, their fevered imaginings given form to new realities, new monstrosities, and new sorceries. Deep down in the shadows of billowing fumes, perpetually lit by the glow of the hellish red fires, fouler creatures reside, beings of unfettered evil, whose very existence is an abomination against the natural order of things, living in a twisted mirror of the celestial orders above. These are the Abyssals, immortal servants of the Father of Lies. The Abyssals are emanations of the Lord's mind, pure evil incarnated. They are organized into a strict hierarchy which perversely mirrors that of celestial hosts of the Shining Ones, and is related to which level or circle of the Abyss in which they reside. Ruling over this hierarchy are the supreme beings that dwell in the depths of the Seventh Circle, which is at the very bottom of the Abyss. 
They are the twenty-seven wicked ones, brethren of the father of lies, bound by the power of Domovar, never to leave the abyss, and yet ever plotting and scheming to exert their will onto the mortal realm. It is said that the wicked ones live in the eternal dark, inimical to life both mortal and abyssal, and yet these godlike beings endure, their power manifest in every corner of the realm. The will of the wicked ones is interpreted and enacted by the most powerful of their servants, the Archfiends, lords of the Sixth Circle, who are the generals of the abyssal host, creatures of great might, both physical and sorceress. The Sixth Circle has never been seen by mortal eyes, and if it were, it would surely drive them to madness. In these cursed depths, impossible towers of brimstone and gleaming crystal twist into endless skies of fire and blood. Atop monuments made from the remains of vanquished foes sit effigies of nameless gods from forgotten plains, and their feet lumbering Molochs train endlessly for war in brutal testing grounds. As opposed to the wicked ones, the foul archfiends can leave the abyss when the signs are right, and will march at the head of their legions to unleash the power of the abyss upon the world. Beyond these dominating planes, the story is much the same. Each circle of the abyss increases in size to accommodate the burgeoning hordes that dwell there, and yet diminishes in power the farther from the sight of the wicked ones they are cast. The fifth circle is the abode of the abyssal champions, crafty lower abyssals that have gained the favor of the wicked ones, and have been elevated to levels of power beyond most of their kind can imagine. These champions draw countless slaves from the lesser circles to construct mighty fortresses and monuments to their strengths, exerting cruel power over their one-time brethren. It is not unknown for a champion to rise as a mighty conqueror, but bloated with power and to take the mortal world at the head of his own army. The fourth circle is a plane of fire, which feeds the volcanic pits that mark the bounds between dark and mortal realm. Here, the blessed children of Ariogful walk upon conflagrated seas, seeking egress into the world beyond. It is a realm ruled over by the demonic Ifrits, who oversee the forging of great artifacts for the armies of the Archfiends. The third circle is a wellspring of magic and corruption that feeds the other circles above and below. Here, succubi and temptresses practice perverse sorceries on victims plucked from the mortal realm, while lumbering cronies manipulate time itself so that the tortured souls can experience their torment for all eternity. The second circle is a wild land, a blasted waste inhabited by bestial creatures of raw strength and rage. Across plains of ash, hordes of nomadic horsemen engage in the endless hunt. Once mortal, these creatures are now corrupted beyond recognition and ride down the tortured souls of the abyss for sport. The bulk of the abyssal denizens are born of the first circle. 
which straddles both the mortal realm and the incorporeal domains below. Here, it in seemingly limitless numbers, lower abyssal and winged gargoyles are birthed from volcanic pits, breathing in toxic miasma as if it were clean air. These sly, cruel creatures are usually to be found tending to the torture of mortals who have been dragged back to the abyss but fight for supremacy amongst themselves constantly, so that when they are summoned to war they have already been tempted by battle. Tiny imps scamper through the black caverns, serving the more powerful abyssal warriors as a means to survive or else ending up as prey for the many predators that lurk in the darkness. At the signal from the Archfiends, great shadow bridges are formed between the circles, and the Molochs adopt the role of enforcers herding the epistles together in a mighty demonic horde. Plumes of ash and coruscating arcs of pure magic erupt from the heart of the abyss. War horns sound, the ground trembles as armies of the wicked ones begin their march of conquest. When these creatures venture forth from the pit, they spread like a stain across the surface of the world. Crops wither and die under their tread, and their shadow blights the world until they are banished back to the dark whence they came, but always at a great cost. Alright, so that was that. Um, now let's get into the rules. So what are the forces of the Abyss? They are an evil alignment army, and their army-wide special rule is Fury. So they all have Fury unless specified otherwise. Nice and short and sweet. <laughs> yeah, so if you're not aware what, of what Fury does, if you get wavered in uh, close combat, you can counter-charge the following turn. So it's good if you have, um, it doesn't matter if you have like a wavering much lower than the uh, route value, because if you're in combat, you can always smash back, yeah. which is good. Pretty nifty little rule, yeah. Uh, let's get into the units, I guess. Okay, so we'll start off with the Abyssal Guard. Uh, what are they? These okay. are infantry. They are troop and regiment sized guard uh, speed 5 melee 3 defense 5 10 and 12 attacks nerve are 11 13 15 17 for the regiment at 110 and 160 points these guys just have regen 5 um, you can exchange their shields for two-handed weapons giving them defense 4 and crushing 1 instead thoughts uh, nice little animal unit, pretty tough. Uh, kind of comparable to mummies from the undead. Uh, not quite, don't hit quite as hard, obviously. They don't have the CS2. I mean, you can lower the defense for CS1. Um, They're also cheaper. Yeah, they are also quite a bit cheaper, I think, from memory. Um, I, I don't mind these guys. I don't take them very mm. often. Uh, other units tend to take their position on the battlefield for me. Mm, yeah, same. Um, I mean, that'd be okay as a block. Uh, defense 5, regen 5, just 160 points for a decent 15-17 nerve. Yeah. If you're trying to save points, these guys are uh, pretty mm. pretty cheap. Yeah, they're all right. Magic items for these guys? 
I mean, they don't have a lot of attacks to go super offensive. Um, I would be going maybe just a warbow or something, just to give them something to do when they're holding objectives. Um, if I wanted to go offensive and give them the crushing one defense force swap, uh, maybe give them an extra crushing. And I mean, you're going to be aiming for flanks for that one, but I don't think it'll happen all yeah, that often. Yeah. Yeah, it's up the the attack value. Um, could consider depending on what else is in your in your army uh, plus one speed, so they can keep up with succubi mm-hmm. and the likes. Uh, Brew of courage, I think, is a pretty good one to to help with the regen. Um, of course, it comes down to whether you're taking that uh, crushing strength one or not. Yes. Yeah. And fifteen seventeen is higher than standard regiments, which usually have fourteen sixteen. Yeah. Yeah. The other thing to consider is you've got magic that'll help these guys out too. So I, I think they're a nifty little unit, quite cheap, and can put out a few attacks. Nothing wrong with them. Um, off topic, I think it's a bit odd that in this book, they started with the elite guard here, the abyssal guard, and not the lower abyssals, which are your dregs. Yeah. It just seems like an odd position. Yeah, yeah, it is just with all the other reviews that we've gone through, they've usually start off with the bottom and then yeah, slowly yeah, they've work done their way out. The opposite here, I think. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, I was reading and saying, "Hang on, are we sh- are we sure we're starting here? Uh, no, that's Do what... we start somewhere else for that? There we go. Anyway, uh, let's move over to the larvae. Yes, uh, these guys come in hordes and legions. Horde uh, and legion only. Yes, uh, speed five, melee six, no ranged attack, uh, defense. For 25 and 30 attacks. These guys are fearless at 22 and 28 for route values and points 130, 190. For that, mm-hmm. you get ensnare and shambling. And these guys are irregular. Yes, so no unlocks with these no. guys. I like these. I, I, they're very cheap for what they do. Um, shambling, I've, I find a little bizarre in this, this army list with no access to search. That's... Well, it just means they're going to be really slow. Yeah, <laughs> really, slow. really slow. So if you're putting um, stuff behind it... These are definite blockers, and if you get into a flank or whatever, then awesome. But fearless 22 or 28 for as low points as they are, 130 for a horde that has 25 attacks is pretty good. I mean, yeah, it's melee 6, but it's a big footprint. It's probably going to scare people as well. Yeah. Uh, and they will take a fair beating before they go down too. Hmm. Yeah. Um, magic items, would you put anything on them? Uh, you could do extra resilience because they've got ensnare, so anything that's attacking it's harder to hit. So you could um, give them extra nerve or maybe make them fight a bit better because they've got a lot of attacks. Yep. Give them crushing strength. Yep. Um, would you consider the bomb? Bomb would work. If I was taking a legion, definitely. Yeah. Um, Horde, maybe not so much, just because of the nice, cheap 130 points. Putting yep. it to 180. Yeah, oh, it's 50 points, isn't it? Yeah, is it's, it? it's expensive. Yeah. Mm, pretty interesting. On the Legion, I would, just because it seems like a good fit. But mm-hmm. on the other ones, I'd probably just do either Resilience or just a bit of extra punch. Mm. I'd probably keep them pretty cheap. I don't know if I'd really add anything much to them if mm. I was going to take them. No. All right, let's move on. All right, Flame Bearers. These are one of the few ranged units uh looks like it's the only ranged unit isn't it because the others are um heroes uh yeah they're magical yeah. attacks yeah yep. so these guys come in troop and regiments only also speed five melee five range four which is pretty good defense three 
8 and 10 attacks. Nerve is your standard 10, 12, 14, 16 at 105 and 140 points. These guys have Firebolts, which are also Piercing 1, and they have Regen 5. So ranged 4, 8 or 10 attacks with Piercing 1 is alright. Um, range is a bit short at 18, but that's what you get with Firebolts. And you probably also pay for that in their cost, because a couple of troops at 105 would be alright. They're great for drops at troop size. They're troops that can do something instead of just yeah. die. Yep. I mean, it, they probably will die, but still they can do something before that. I've never taken them in troop. Uh, unit sizes from memory. I mm -hmm. think I've only ever taken them in regiments only because I thought they needed a few, a few extra points of um, nerve, nerve to yeah. stick around. Yeah, I've only done the same and that's just because I was taking them as allies and you want the regiment so you can get the unlock. That's all. Yeah. But I wouldn't mind taking two troops instead of one regiment for the yep. extra drops and a few more attacks. Yep. No, it makes sense. Yeah. Uh, magic items on these guys, would you do anything to them? Nope. No, keep, them, yep. keep them cheap. Keep them cheap. Yep. They don't have enough attacks to justify spending spending more points on them. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yep. No, no worries. All right, let's move on. Uh, lower abyssals. Mm -hmm. So these guys uh, come in troop, regiment, and horde. Mm -hmm. uh, speed speed five, melee four up, no ranged attack. Defense four, uh, attacks are 10, 12, 25. Nerve uh, 10 slash 12, 14 slash 16, and 21 slash 23. And they come in at 85, 120, and 200 points. For that, you get regen 5 up. And you have the option of exchanging the shields for two-hand weapons for free. Uh, you go down to defense 3, but you gain CS1. Mm. I might do that on the horde. Definitely on the horde. Because... I, th I think these guys are quite nifty. If you can work them into your list, they will stick around for yep. a while. I don't think swapping for the troop or regiment is worth it no because defense three one or two yeah. rounds of shooting and they go on yeah at least with the horde you've got the chance for the regen five to kick kick in mm -hmm. and you get plenty more attacks with the horde yep uh, as for magic items extra punch if i'm going the horde yep uh, you, would you you exchange your shields then if you're going yep extra cs make yep. it super punchy well as mm -hmm. punchy as i can for these guys yeah but you don't want to increase their cost too much because they're at 200 you don't want to bump them up to 240 or 250. Yeah. Yep. Okay. I think that's about it for them. Sure. <laughs> Next. <laughs> okay. Get through it quick. Sucky bye. Yes. Uh, infantry that come in troop and regiment. Speed six, so they're a bit faster than the other fellas. Uh, melee three, which is pretty cool. Uh, no range. Defense three, which is not very cool. Uh, but their attacks at 20 and 25. Um, nerve, standard 10, 12, 14, 16 at 135 and 190 points. These ladies have ensnare and are stealthy. Um, so like your berserkers, they have low defense, lots of attacks, but the melee is pretty good. And ensnare and stealthy, which is a pretty huge Very good. bonus. Yeah. Harder to shoot at, harder to hit in the front. Yes. Yeah. I love these guys. I think they're probably close to my favorite unit in the the abyss. What do you list. take with them in terms of items? I haven't been taking anything on them until the list I wrote for tonight. So mm -hmm. I've just been running them naked in the hope that um, I can get a flank or double charge with something else. So yep. I, I was running them with Mollocks and or the um, the Archfiend to add Brutal to a combat. Mm -hmm. So just sheer volume of attacks is what I was going for. And occasionally you get a Bane Chant from your Temptress if it'll go off. Mm. So that's what I aim for with them anyway. Yeah. 
don't think they need much. Nah. Troops would be okay, but I just feel like they'd, even though they're stealthy, they'd still get shot. But if you're hitting fives normally, and then possibly cover, and then stealthy, the troops might survive a couple of turns. Yep. Hitting on six, half the amount of shots, yeah, they might be okay. But you'd probably take them in regiments for their yeah, safety. <laughs> just for the nerve. Yeah. Yeah. At 190 points, for what you're getting there, they're pretty good, I think. Mm, agreed. Mm. All right, let's move on to the next one then, I guess. Sure. Uh, gargoyles? Yeah. Let's go with these. We've done these a couple of times. You know what they are. Troop only, speed 10 with fly, melee 4, defense 3, 8 attacks, 9, 11 nerve, and they cost 80 points. They're a bit bigger on the base size, 25 mil square, um, regen 3, and vicious. Uh, these guys don't have fury, like everything else does. Mm. So we know what these guys do, flying chuff. Uh, did you mention they were irregular? They no, are irregular. You. There you go. <laughs> you did now. <laughs> I did. Um, great unit. Love them. Yep. Chaff. That's it. Yep. Um, story. Though when writing my list, I found the next unit, the Fleshlings, are a cheaper throwaway unit at 65 points for a troop. And if you don't have a lot of high, fast stuff... That might be the way to go. Yep. Uh, save yourself 15 to 30 points if you take a couple. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, can't go wrong with gargoyles. Flying chaff is great. They're just a bit more flexible. I guess that's the big mm. big win with those guys. Yeah. All right, let's move on to the, the fleshlings then. Okay. Yeah. All right, go. Oh, they come in troops, regiments, and hordes. Yep. Uh, speed 5, melee 5, no ranged attack. Uh, defense 4, attacks 10, 12, and 25. Nerve is 10 slash 12, 14 slash 16, or 21 slash 23 at 65, 90, and 150 points. And for that, you can also, the option with these guys, sorry, is you can exchange your shields uh, for crushing strength one. But again, you go down to defense three. Mm, Which is okay with these guys, 150 for a horde. (laughs) Yeah, it's pretty cheap. Yeah. I mean, melee 5, but 25 attacks makes people mm. have to shoot them. But then you can't take too many hordes, and you're running out of board space. Yeah. Yep. I, I think these guys are mm, they kind of compete, compete with the lower abyssals, but won't stick around as long because they don't have that regeneration. regeneration. Mm. But they're cheaper. If you just want blocks to take up objectives, 65 yep. points is great. Yep. Um, if you want that nerve of 14, 16, even 90 points is still pretty good. Yeah. Good little blockers. Mm. Don't don't expect them to do a whole lot. No. Um, As for items, I wouldn't put anything else on them apart from maybe a long-ranged if I had points spare. Yeah, a five-point bow or whatever it is. Yeah. Bow, kabar or something. Mm -hmm. Is that what it's called? Yeah, or the hammer. Yeah, either either. Yeah. Hmm. Next, hellhounds. This is uh, first cavalry, Um, if you can call them that. (laughs) They are (laughs) troop size only. And speed 9, which is pretty sweet. Melee 4, defense 4, 15 attacks. Nerve is 10, 12 at 125 points. They are height 1 cav. Um, nimble and thunderous charge 1. Curious unit. I find their speeds really cool, but their defense 4, 10, 12 nerve isn't at 125 points. I love them. I think they're great. I just wish they were a little bit cheaper. How do you use them? <laughs> Uh, the way I've been using them lately is just run them in front of something so I can get my horsemen up far enough to charge them in the following turn. So that's how I've been using them. So I haven't had it. You want to? Sorry. 
it's like if you took gargoyles, which are forty five points cheaper and faster, would that not do the same thing? Yes and no. If I can reach a charge, I will charge with them. They'll actually do something, whereas the gargoyles... Yeah, they're not going to wound anything. Don't, don't do, a, do a lot. What I used, and I played them uh, with... Oh, sorry, against Fishbat when I played his Undead, I think it was. Mm-hmm. And I got a charge off on his Revenant Knights. Is that what they're called? Revenant Cavalry? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and all I wanted to do was strip the Thunderous Charge off them. Mm. Whereas the gargoyles, I reckon, would struggle to do that. You might be lucky and get it, but that's what I use them for anyway. Mm. I mean, you can use them to lap around the back if you can get them around there and take out war machines and stuff. I guess speed 9, nimble, mean 18, then pivot 90, and then you're looking at the flank. Yeah. So they are. you can do that with them. It's just whether you can get them around the back or not Yeah. is the, the big thing. That's what I've been using them for, though. I think they're really good, pretty expensive, so you've got to be very careful with them as well. Mm. And height 1, so... If you're taking a lot of cav and large infantry, you just got to be carefully positioning. Mm. If you're doing a long-distance charge, uh, mm. that's the only thing I can think of. I wouldn't put any items on these because nah, these nah, guys nah, are keep dying. Them. <laughs> yeah, keep them, keep them naked. Yeah, but 15 attacks is pretty cool. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, move on to the next one? Yep, we'll go to the next cav. Okay, so the next unit is the Abyssal Horsemen. These guys come in troops and regiments. Uh, speed 8, melee 3, no range attack. Defense 5, attacks 9 and 18, uh, nerve at 11 slash 13 and 14 slash 16, and 140 and 215 points. Mm-hmm. So for that, you get CS1 and Thunderous Charge 1. They're pretty good for cavalry. I mean, melee 3, defense 5, standard amount of attacks, 19, 18. Nerve standard, prices standard, <laughs> TC, CS1 each. It's okay. Love these guys as well. I think the Hellhounds and a Horseman work hand-in-hand hand here. That's where I, how I use them anyway. Mm. What items do you put on them? On the Horseman? Yeah. Just just Caterpillar. Right. I have considered uh, Nimble, but at 40, 45 points, whatever it is, it gets rather expensive. Mm. And plus one movement isn't a bad one either to knock them up to speed nine. Yeah, so then the same speed as Hellhounds. Mm. Yeah, I probably wouldn't do anything different. Yeah. If I've got the points, maybe extra nerve, because 14-16 makes me nervous. Having run a few 14-16 cav regiments. Yeah. It is low. Um, Having defense 5 makes a bit of a difference. That helps, yeah. And it depends what other big scary griblies you've got hanging around around the horsemen as to where they're going to plonk their shooting, I guess. Mm. I like them. Uh, Caterpillar Potion is my favourite choice, just... The ability of being able to run through woods and not lose your thunderous and yep. not hitting at minus one is massive. Yeah, I mean, LA3 is still pretty good anyway, but mm. just make sure that you're hitting better and harder. Mm. All right, let's jump over to the imps. So this is a, another height zero large infantry that are irregular. Um, regiment and horde sizes, speed five, melee five, defense three, 12 and 24 attacks. With 11, 13, 14, 16 nerve. Fairly um, cost effective at 70 and 105 points. And they're also vicious. Lots of attacks, but... Yeah, they're not great. They're not going to do a whole lot in close combat. No. And defense 3. So that, they'd make alright screams. Yeah, I'm just compare, trying to compare them to fleshlings. So the fleshlings are 5 points cheaper. Uh, they've got a slightly better defense mm-hmm. by the looks. And a few, the imps have a few extra 
attacks. And is it? one extra pip of nerf. Nerf, yeah. Much of a muchness, they're probably both going to be doing the same same role. Yeah, the fleshlings are a little smaller on their footprint, though. Yeah, and the, um, the height zero, whilst it offers cover, it's not going to offer cover to everything. Mm. Mm. So they're fairly interchangeable. The only difference being imps are irregular, so they're not unlocking. Mm. So horde... I don't know if you'd do that. Nah, keep them, keep them cheap. Go regiment. Yeah, agreed. They're not going to do enough to justify paying 105 points. No. I mean, it'd be pretty cool if you got a rear charge or um, flank charge with them, though. With the horde. <laughs> a lot of things are pretty cool if you get either of those. <laughs> uh, wax and bane chan on. <laughs> I would. It's just. Um, I'd be really happy that I got a flank or rear, but then I'd also be disappointed that this is the unit that got the flank or rear. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Staring at your horse when you're thinking, why couldn't you guys get in? Anyway. <laughs> um, yeah, they're okay. They're okay. Yeah. No magic items. No. No. Next, Tortured Souls. Another large infantry. Again, regiment and horde sizes. Speed 10. Melee 4, defense 4. 9 and 18 attacks. Fearless 15, 18. At 145 and 220 points. These guys punch a bit harder. They've got CS2. They also fly and have life leech too. But they're shambling. So no surge nanigans here. They're always going to be speed 10. I, I quite like these guys. The shambling can be a pain in the butt at times. Because mm. they're just not... You've still got a 20-inch charge. Yeah, they're just not as, not as flexible when you're trying to move them around the board is the problem. Yeah. Um... I tend to use the, sit these guys behind my succubi and charge over the top. That's how I use them. Don't generally give them magical items um, unless I was going to give them could plus make one them speed or something. Super punchy. Yeah, you could go up to crushing three. Crushing three, if you wanted to. But I think there's enough options in the book that have that ability anyway, or close enough to it. Mm. You can always add magic to these guys if you needed to, mm-hmm. like a, a bane chant. If you wanted to go down that path to yeah, go to Crushing 3. Sweet. Life Leech 2 and Fearless. Or Crushing 4, or if you... Uh, <laughs> give if you insane. If you, yeah, if you've given them uh, Brew of Strength and then Bane Chant them, yeah. Probably not the best choice, seeing as they've only got Sand and Mount attacks, but... Yeah. I, for me, these guys would be taking Brew of Courage or plus one speed. Yeah, both good choices. Mm. All right. The last large infantry unit, the Molochs. Um, how about you tell us about that? Okay, so these guys come in regiments and hordes. Uh, speed 5, melee 4, uh, no range attack. Defense 4, attacks 12 and 24. Uh, nerve is 12 slash 15 and 15 slash 18. And they're at 130 and 200 points. They do have a slightly bigger base size. They're on 50 by 50s. Uh, they have crushing two, and they're brutal. Mm-hmm. So definite combat groups here. Um, CS2, lots of attacks, 12 or 14, and they've got a um, larger waiver range. Instead of the standard two difference, it's three, 12, mm. 15, or 15, 18. So that kind of says these guys need to be in combat. Yep. Also brutal, um, uh, I'd put anything that makes them hit better or harder. Speed, mm, probably not. I would if they were hanging around Succubi. Mm. Go to speed six. I think at crushing two, there's enough there anyway. But giving them elite. Elite's all right. Vicious would be very good. Yep. Um, 
I don't know. I think Elite could go on a different unit. It depends on your army list, though. Mm. Yeah. Anything that helps them fight will the make them better. are pretty good at 24 attacks. Yep. Yeah. I don't know what else I would put on them. I think you're probably on the money. Elite, Vicious. You, know, you could go an extra Crushing Strength if you really wanted to. Uh, yeah. Or extra Nerve, just to make sure they're hanging about. Uh, make yeah. sure they take advantage of their Fury. Yep. So... Brings him to, what, 13, 16, or 16, 19. That's pretty good. Yeah, it's very good. Hmm. I usually pair these guys up, or try and pair these guys up with another combat unit, like Succubi, for example, just to bring the Brutal across. Hmm. Hmm. Good idea. Anything else about no, them? Nothing. Nothing? <laughs> Not pretty straightforward. Let's move on. Uh, we're getting into the monsters, or monster, because there's only one. Uh, the Cronius. This fella is a living legend. You can only take one of them. Um, speed 5, no melee, no range, defense 5, no attack value. Nerve is 16-18 at 2-10 points. And you're thinking, what? That looks pretty stupid. Well, guess what, buddies? This has breath attack 20, pathfinder, piercing 1, and its own special little rule here, tempest, which means it can't be disordered. So it's always going to be out of breath 20. Yes. Which is pretty cool with piercing one. Pretty sweet. It burns things well. It's quite scary. I've used him a couple of times. Um, don't be scared to use it. Like, plonk, plonk him in front of a, a unit. Don't put him in front of a can open a unit because he will not <laughs> no. last. <laughs> but you could yeah. comfortably put him in front of a normal infantry unit and he should live. Yes. I mean, defense Stranger. five and high nerve. Yep. Stranger yeah. things have happened, but he's great for burning up, pair him up with uh, E-Freight, burn up a unit, and then take the charge if needs be. you just got to be careful of the positioning because it's only breath, so it's 12, and yeah. it's probably more likely to get shot at because it's height 4. Yeah. Um, if you've got him just behind infantry, then you're not getting any cover. Yeah. you got to be careful with him, yeah. um, and you've got to make sure there's other targets that the, the opponent's going to shoot at as well. Target saturation is key if you're taking him. Mm-hmm. Yep. Since he's a monster, you can't take items, so let's go on to the next person. All right. Uh, moving into uh, the heroes. Yep. Uh, first is the hero infantry. Uh, I've got the Abyssal Champion. So he is speed 5, melee 3, uh, no ranged attack, defense 5, 5 attacks. Nerve is 13 slash 15 at 135 points. For that, you get crushing strength 1. He's individual, inspiring, and he's got regen 5 up. Mm-hmm. Uh, you've got a couple of additional options. You can give him wings uh, for 40 points. Go to uh, give him lightning bolt five for 40 points, or he can ride on a horsey. Uh, brings him to speed eight for an additional 20 points, and he goes to hero cav. This guy's pretty um, flexible. Yes, seems like a nice little bit of kit here. I mean, five attacks is all right for a little champion fella with crushing one and regen. Um, <laughs> the wings is a nice option. I probably wouldn't do it because it makes him quite expensive for not much. Um, mm. Lightning 5 is tasty if you're going long range. You don't get a lot of ranged on here, but if you're going for as much lightning as you can, there's your your ticket. Yep. Um, I would probably go for the horse over the fly just because it's much cheaper. Yeah, yep. It gets rather expensive when you're putting wings on him. Mm. I haven't used this guy before, so I can't really tell you how to use him. I run out of um, points too quickly. Put them right in my abyssal lists. Um, the crystal might be good here, especially if you make him um, 
fly. Oh, yeah. I mean, he gets really expensive for a bomb, but he's making sure... You're making sure that it's... Um, you're holding off an expensive unit of theirs, probably a high defense unit of theirs, mm, which would that's... cost more. Yeah, that, that could work. And you know, defense five with regen and individual, they have to charge it because they're not going to shoot at it. No. Yeah. I don't know what else I would put on him. I yeah. really... Seems kind of pointless. Like, putting defense six on him is useless. I mean... I think. Not useless because it makes him harder to <laughs> wound, but... Yeah. It's probably not a great choice because other things would rather have it. Yeah, well, I think that's what I was getting at, sorry. <laughs> um, he doesn't have enough attacks to warrant making him hit harder. Five attacks, hitting on threes is cool, but... Um, yeah. You might want to give him the um, extra damage to monsters and large stuff. Yeah, that's not too bad. I was talking more, say, elite or vicious or crushing, extra crushing. No, don't go the, ex- don't go the more yeah. expensive stuff. Um, yeah. What's that um, monster... Item, the one that gives you... Uh, Blade of the Beast Slayer. That's it. That's what I was looking for. Yeah, uh, 20 <laughs> points for that one. one. Or even the one that you were whacking on your um, uh, Abyssal Champion. Champion, the individual Slayer one, whatever that was called. <laughs> yep, the Quicksilver. Yeah, that one. Yeah. That one's a good one, but putting anything stupid expensive on it, maybe, I don't know. The bomb no. could, could work. But I don't think I'd be putting too much else on him. No, agreed. Um, but he's a decent character. Yeah, it's not bad. Take a couple if you want. That won't hurt. Yeah, I would if I wasn't taking an arch fiend. <laughs> <laughs> Very expensive. All right, next. Next. Uh, how about we go down to the lady? Okay. The Abyssal Temptress. She is, like the Succubi, speed 6, melee 3, bit better defense with defense 4, 5 attacks... 11, 13 nerve, and at 90 points. She also has Ensnare, Individual, only inspires Succubi, and is also stealthy. Um, and she's got a couple of options. Bane Chant 2 for 15 points, Windblast 6 for 30 points, or you can give her Wings for 30, which gives her Flying Speed 10. Do you ever give her Wings? No. <laughs> Defense 4. Um, yeah. Yeah. Only inspiring Succubi, so yeah, Succubi have to be moving about. Why would you give her wings? She's not a combat beast. Unless you're taking Wind Blast, it seems... Just to fly around and breathe on people? Get them out of uh, position? Yeah, I don't know. She doesn't... Her nerve's only 11 slash 13, so she's not going to take much to disappear. But also, people probably aren't going to shoot at her with individual and stealthy. Stealthy, yeah. She's... Yeah, unless they're breath weapons or something along yeah. that line. But having wings means you're probably going to be able to get out of any range there, as long as you're not silly with your um, manoeuvring. That might be an option, so take wind blast, take wings, so she's 150 points for uh, zipping about and breathing people out of position. Or give her the um, the breath weapon, diadem. Yeah, you could give her that too. That um, might work. But I think most people probably take her for the bane chant. Yeah, i just leave her on foot, give her the bane chant, and that's as much as she gets. Mm. Bane Chant 2 is not super low. reliable. No. It goes off It's better than Bane Chant 1. Yeah, it's better than Bane Chant 0. <laughs> yes, that's right. <laughs> um, but like someone has mentioned previously, you could take extra punch in your items for less because it's 115 or 105 points for a Bane Chant 2 chick that inspires where you could give, say, like the Helm of Confidence to one unit and the extra crushing for another unit and still have points to spare. 
you could. Um, I've thought about doing that previously, but the beauty of the temperatures is it just means that you don't have to always put it on the, the bench hand on the succubi. You got you can do it. You on have your things. options. Yep. Yeah, which mm. is what I like about her. So I'm happy to spend the what the 105 points, mm-hmm. and I don't give her anything else. Yep, I wouldn't either. Mm. Yeah. Okay. All right, let's move on to the next one. Which is? Uh, the Ifrit. All right. What so do this do? guy is speed 7, melee 4, no no ranged attack, or no range value, I should say. Yeah. Uh, defense 4. He's got... Oh, he's got one, <laughs> he's one got close one combat. Slap. I didn't know the that. Ifrit slap. Uh, he's got nerve 11 slash 13, and he's at 135 points. For that, you get Fireball 20. Pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Individual and Pathfinder. Yeah. So Speed 7 is pretty sweet. It's pretty quick. Mm. And Fireball is pretty sweet. Mm. I, I would probably don't want to put anything on these guys. No, I disagree. I'd take two and that's it. If I, if I could fit another one in my list, I'd be over the moon, but I just <laughs> cannot simply fit them in. And I think there comes a point in the Abyss list where... Too many of Freets plus a Cronius and whatever else. It just wouldn't be very fun to play against. So be <laughs> Are we just... playing for fun or we're playing for winsies? Yeah. Just <laughs> try and consider what your opponent will yes, think don't if you be rock a up dick. With, with three or four of Freet. That's that our rule. Be... Don't be a dick. Yeah. Don't be a dick. Um, magic items, I have a couple that I like on these guys. One is the one that gives them extra piercing. Yes. Uh, wish I could remember what that was called. Chant of, Chant of Hate, is it? I don't know. I can't remember. Whatever gives them piercing one, that's mm-hmm. one. <laughs> Boots of Levitation is yep. another one. The one that lets them march and shoot. Yes, very handy. Or, Speed or go at the double, whatever you call it in this game. Yep. Uh, and the other one is Inspiring Talisman. Because he doesn't inspire. Yes. So you, yeah. you can have... If you Running light on heroes and you need the inspiring, it's probably the best way to go. I always find with Abyss, I don't have many inspiring characters. Not that I put inspiring talisman on him in my list for tonight, but it's kind of hard to find the points by the time you pay for all the yeah the infantry. Yeah. Yeah. And an item on that guy is cheaper than a 60-point hero. Yeah. Which is coming up next. Hmm. Um... Elite or Vicious might be okay with Fireball 20. Yeah, that's yeah, it's probably not a bad bad option. But he's if he's going to get hit, and he probably will at defense 4, someone's going to be able to snipe him with another character, uh, magic or an, uh, a character that's designed to hunt down other characters. He's going, so you don't want to make him super expensive. Yeah, uh, what the way I usually try and run him, I hide him behind my succubi and I keep my uh, Temptress nearby, so I've got the option of bane churning both the succubi and the freight, which yep. means because I take the extra piercing on him already, twenty shots at piercing to hitting on fours is pretty mm-hmm. nasty. It's pretty good. I played um, micro Thursday night, and I took off the end of the nights in the first first turn. I think it was. Feel very proud about yourself. Second <laughs> turn. Second turn. I didn't get to chat. Uh, I put him into gargoyles, thinking uh, the freight won't kill him. Fair enough, they, they, they did. I got very lucky on the nerve roll, but... Yeah. Jeez, it puts out some hurt. <laughs> it would. Anyway, move on. 
what's this guy? Beefcake McGee, Vizzle Harbinger. Um, he is the cheapest hero that we have here. Speed 5, melee 5, range 4, defense 4. Bum, bum, bum. One attack. <laughs> 10, 12, nerve, 60 points. What does he do with that one attack? I tell you what he does. He firebolts on them with piercing one. Caw. Individual cool. and inspiring regen 5, which is going to be fabulous with that 10-12 nerve. Um, you could put him on a pony for an extra 15 points, give him speed 8 and hero cav class change. I would mm-hmm. not, unless I'm taking all cav and he's just there to go, yay guys, I inspire you. <laughs> but other than that, healing maybe. I like my healing on these guys, or grenades. I... I was running him on a horse uh, purely because he was running around with my cab and tortured souls because mm-hmm. uh, he could keep up. Yep. Uh, gave him nothing. Just yeah, that was it. Just let him let him die when he <laughs> needs to. Put him yeah. in front. I mean, some of the rules. I mean, while they're fine, it's just, it's a bit of a joke on this guy. Regen five at ten twelve. Really? Yes, seems kind of pointless, doesn't it? Mm. But oh well. Yeah. That's yeah. Use him for the inspiring. These. Throw him in, out in front when you need to. Yep. Yep. Take it for the team. <laughs> yep. And make All an right. epic story out of it. Okay. <laughs> let's, move, let's move on to a big hero monster. So going from rags to riches, what do we have? We have the Archfiend of the Abyss. Right. So this guy is speed 7, melee 3, uh, no ranged attack, defense 5, uh, attacks 9, nerve is... 16 slash 18 at 250 points. For that, you get Brutal, Crushing Strength 2, uh, Inspiring, Thunderous Charge 2, and Vicious. Mm-hmm. On top of all of that, you can have Flappy Wings. <laughs> flappy Wings, yep. <laughs> which increases his speed to 10 for 50 points. Mm-hmm. It gives him Fly. Or you can have, or and or, I should say, you can have Lightning Bolt for 25 points. Lightning, Lightning Bolt, Bolt 5, five. which is pretty cool. Um, cool. I like taking this guy. I ran him with me, Abyssal Dwarf, as allies, and he's got all the kit with Defense 6 to make sure he survives. But that's 360 points, I think, if I recall. Yeah, it gets up there. It's very mm. expensive. What, 300 with the wings, 25 for the for the Lightning Bolt. So what's the So that's 325, and then Defense Five. 35? Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, yeah, you're right. About 360 points. Mm. Crazy expensive, but he's crazy good. Yep. Melee 3 with 9 attacks, uh, CS2 and TC2. Means he can open many cans. Also vicious, so making those wounds get through all the time. Lightning Bolt 5, so when he hits, he makes those piercing 1 zaps get through a bit easier with the re-rolling ones, being able to fly and zap or supercharge into flanks is fantastic. I never have the points to put Lightning Bolt on him. I love the Lightning Bolt. 25 oh. points for 5 zap. But it comes down to what you're doing with him. Yeah. As much as I love the idea of it, I just can never find the points. Yeah. He's cool. I think he's great. Uh, magic items, I'd, I always give him 6 up defense. Would you give him anything else? Uh, if... The defense was taken up by something else and can't give regen on the fella for some reason. Um, I would go elite. What? Yes, you can, can't you? Yeah, but if you couldn't. Oh, if you couldn't. Yeah. Oh, okay. 
because the elite makes those hits better, makes the lightnings better. Yep. See, I'd consider if I was running lightning bolt on him, I would hope to put regen on him. I know elite's better for the rerolls, but trying to keep him alive mm. would be my concern, I think. Yeah. I mean, defense mm. five is great and all that, but he's a lot of points and you want to make sure it sticks on the board. Yeah, that's right. Howdy. I think that's it for him. Okay. Uh, let's go to another character that we've covered before. Uh, Basusu the Vile, or Shirley Bassey, as I like to call him. <laughs> um, hero, little fella on a 25mm square base. Speed 10, melee 3, defense 5, 8 attacks, 15-7 nerve at 220 points. Crushing 2, fly individual, only inspires gargoyles, but this guy has regen 5 built in, and he's also vicious. Um... He can also take this a group of vile spawn too. If you take gargoyles, you can upgrade him for twenty points, and that gives him gives that unit of gargoyles defense four and crushing one, which is pretty good. It means they can take on swarms confidently. <laughs> and that's not a slap fest anymore. No, it's more like a bit of a <laughs> kidney punch to the swarms. I like this guy. He's one of my favorite characters. He oh, is he's, he's a, a mini dragon. Mm. Yeah, very flexible. Um, absolute pain in the ass. Every time I have played him, he has ruined my day. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's not super crunchy with his crushing strength too, but it's still better than most. Um, eight attacks is still pretty good, even when we're just comparing with the Archfiend. It's only one less. Same with the Nerve. Instead of 1618, it's 1570. But this guy has Regen 5 built in, which is pretty cool. And he's individual. So harder to shoot, and he's got the 360 charge arc. I think the the nerve and the regen is the hardest part mm. of him. Just trying to take him off the board, and he just flaps around and gets all his wounds back. Yep. Yeah. He's uh, very manoeuvrable, very hard to take down, just because he can fly. I mean, it doesn't matter if you get in the flanks or rears, other than for positioning and making sure you don't get hit back if you've positioned well. Not only that, being only height one, if he has taken a bit of damage, you can go and hide him mm. behind anything, pretty much. And the smaller footprint is great for taking out other smaller characters, wizards and whatnot, yeah. mm-hmm. that are trying to hide in between regiments. Uh, great character. Yeah. All right. All right. Let's move on. Two. Uh, I will do the Well of Souls. Okay. Wellity, wellity, wellity. This guy is another living legend. Mm-hmm. He is a hero monster. He is speed 10, melee 4, no ranged attack, defense 5, 10 attacks. Uh, he is fearless at 20 for route, and he is 275 points. For that, you get crushing strength 2, fly, inspiring, life leech 5, shambling, and soul drain, which is his own special rule. It's very fancy. Hmm. So the way it works is uh, when the Well of Souls is given an order, so before he moves, he can take up to 20 points of damage on itself from another friendly unit. He can't go more than 20 in total. No. no. Uh, it just says it may take up to 20 points of damage on itself. Mm-hmm. However, this cannot uh, take it more... Blech. Start that again. However, <laughs> this cannot take it to more than 20 damage in total. So for each um, point of damage taken in this way, you can remove one point of damage from a friendly non-allied unit within nine. Yeah, nine inches of the Well of Souls. So yeah. you've got to do it before you move, before he's given an order to move, charge, whatever he's doing. Mm. So even though he's taking damage from other units, 
um, there's no nerve tests for this, yes. which is super important. Yeah, super good when you're taking it off regening units and the yeah. likes. So it's for those who aren't used to this guy and you're thinking, why would you want to take stuff off others and put it to yourself? Because this guy's got life leech 5, so he can heal that in combat. So draining the, the damage from other units, putting it on himself, beating face, and healing. Mm. And repeat. Yes. That's the... Uh, mechanic of this guy yep and Pretty flying cool. <laughs> crushing two with 10 attacks you'd think he'd be able to um hit most of that life leech back yeah uh, it makes a big difference if you hit a flank if you can manage to hit a flank mm-hmm. uh, getting 20 attacks or a rear if you're super duper lucky mm-hmm. well um, you should be able to recover your five wounds quite quickly he flies so it's not a um big deal to try and get a flank yeah I mean, he shambles, so he can't just zip over, but he mm. does give that 20-inch charge. Yeah. Mm. He's great. Quite good. Um, I've used him and the the Archfiend before in the same army. Found it was too many big guys, and I've reduced it to one. I sometimes do wonder whether the Well of Souls suits my playstyle better than the Archfiend, mm. but I haven't played it enough to, to know. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, I think it takes a bit of getting used to. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think that's it for him. Okay, so we have one more fella to go. The Lord of Lies. Can't trust anything this guy says. Uh, he is large infantry, so a bit smaller than the other fellas. Um, speed 10, because he's got flight as well. Melee 3, defense 5. Only 5 attacks, so he's not a, uh, as big of a, as a um, face scratcher as the Archfiend. And this guy wavers on a 15, but he routes on a 20, so he's got a very big range there, 15 to 20. Mm. He's cheaper than the totally kitted out Archfiend at 300 points. This guy has only crushing 2. He's um, oh, also got thunder 2, so he still scratches pretty, pretty hard, just not as much. Yep. He's also got ensnare, also inspires, is also stealthy. And has Lightning Bolt 7, which is pretty sweet. Yeah. If I was taking an Archfiend for the purpose of flying and zapping, I'd take this guy instead. Because you get more of it, and he's cheaper. Yes. Uh, Ensnare and Stealthy means it's a lot harder to take down. Um, So the nerve's not too bad there. Unless you're getting magicked off or breathed on. Breathed on? Breathed on? Breathed on? Breathed on. (laughs) Yeah. I think he's pretty good. Um, again, I think you've covered it pretty well. If you're going zappy, zappy character, he's probably better than the Archfiend. Yeah. He's living legend, so you can't give him defense six or regen, but he does have ensnare and stealthy, so I think that kind of mm. makes up for it. Yeah. It's just a low attack value that puts me off. I think I know you're going to double it or triple it if you can get in flanks or ears, but five attacks is, yeah. Yeah, I think you're zapping more because you've got yeah. seven. You're going to be holding back. I mean, he's he's a great supporting character, don't get me wrong. If you've already got a unit in there, those extra five attacks will certainly help. Yeah, but zap until turn four, five, six, and then when things are weakened and most of your army's up the front and you need some inspiring, jump in there. Yep, I think that's it. Okay, excellent. So that's um, all the units that we have here. Um, allies, what would you take? Uh, anything that gives them... I know they've got shooting attacks, magical shooting they attacks. They don't have a lot of long range. They've got your yeah. flame bearers, which is your 18-inch. That's your only standard shots. And then you've got breath weapons or a few lightning bolt sprinkles in there. Yeah. 
ogre shooters, ogre boomers, uh, Empire of Dust equivalent. So the enslaved guardians, if you wanted to go down that path. Mm-hmm. If you wanted something fluffier, was is there anything from Abyssal Dwarf or anything? Uh, you could take the war machines. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. But you still got to take a unit to unlock them That's as well. right. Um, but you could take decim- uh, Horde of Decimators or Regiment and a War Machine. Yeah. Um, probably not my first choice. Nah. Um, Varangar have the Conclave, the Magus Conclave, or the characters with Lightnings. Yes. Um, they're also evil. Just trying to think. Even um, Goblins, like cheap Goblin Chaff with a couple of War Machines might work. Yeah, yep, that'll do. Yeah, the War Machines are fairly cheap for what they do. Mm. I'm assuming an orc would be very similar. They'd have rock lobbers and stuff, don't they? Uh, yeah. No. No. Oh, okay. They don't have a lot of that. Okay. Uh, Twilight Kin, I think they've got crossbowmen from memory. I may be wrong. I'm just having a look now. Mm-hmm. I can't think of... I think what they really lack is long-range shooting. Mm. But the, the thing I have found writing Abyssal Lists is... Just everything is so expensive that you run out of points so very, very quickly. I mean, they've got very expensive monsters or big characters. Yep. Um, I find their defense hard to get around. It's fairly mid with defense fours, occasionally a defense five, but nothing's natural defense six. Mm-hmm. Um, so that makes me nervous as a more defensive kind of player. Mm. Yeah. Uh, just going back to the orcs, I've just checked, and there are no war machines. Oh, there you go. All right. Uh, Twilight Kin have crossbowmen, which could fit. Yes. Twi- Twilight Kin have a couple of abyssal units in their list, so if you wanted to go down a fluffier path, mm-hmm. you could go down that path. Um, I'm not sure who else I would put in, to be honest. Yeah, it's just the range. They've, mm. the, the abyssals have punch. They've got yeah, they a, have close combat ability. Yeah, and units with a lot of attacks. Yeah, Abyssal Dwarfs for War Machines, that also fits in with Fluff. Same with Twilight King or Varanga, because they're a bit just north of the uh, the rift. Yep. So they all make sense. Ogres don't. that's about it. <laughs> Ogres don't make nah. sense. Nah, not really. It's just the traditional ally <laughs> yeah. option, isn't it? If you just want to play games. Yeah. yeah. I think that's about it. I mean, yeah. they've got the close combat ability. Night Stalkers. Would be a yeah, good Night Stalkers would be an interesting one. Mm. But Night Stalkers have a lot of monsters, and yeah, but there are a couple of units that you can shoot or yeah. There's lots, lot, lot, lot to play with with allies. I think if you want to take a full abyss army, it's probably not going to be as effective as taking something allies. An ally, yeah. yeah. I have found that doesn't you you have enough of some things and just not enough of others. Mm. It's, it's weird. Mm. But makes you think it's me. good. Yeah. All right. Um, how about we run through the example lists that we have? Sure. Do you want to go first, or do you want me to go? Um, yeah, I'll go through mine. Okay. So what I've done is I've taken a, a two units of fleshlings. These are the troop versions. They're naked, so 65 points each. These are designed as screens for my two hordes of Molochs. Um, I want these guys to get a charge, so the fleshlings sit in front, take a charge, and die, and then the Molochs can punch back. Um, in a similar vein, I've got a unit, a troop of gargoyles to kind of screen or get in front of my two regiments of horsemen. They're also naked. I don't think they need anything Also points. Um, and I've got a Abyssal Champion on a pony with Lightning 5. 
He's there to inspire the horsemen, zap a couple of things, perhaps charge something if I feel like it. Um, uh, he'd also uh, be accompanied by Bassie, Bassie the Vile. Inspire the Gargoyles. It's worked once or twice, the actual inspiration there. <laughs> but he's a cool little character that I love. Uh, and rounding off the last of the Abyss, Pure Abyss, is the Lord of Lies. He is designed to fly about and zap. Because, like we were discussing, doesn't have a lot of long range and you kind of need something there to hit the armies that don't move a lot and just I shoot. Agree. Yep. And he's no slouch there. Uh, and I've allied in a couple of Varanga units, just a regiment of Bloodsworn, because their defense five have crushing one. Um, and I've just given them the five-point warbow, because they're a block and a drop. I'm not going to use their combat ability unless I need to. Um, I've taken them for an unlock of the uh, Magus Conclave, which is a war engine for the Varanga. Two attacks, blast D3, piercing two, range 36 individual um so that'll just help out with the ranged there i don't know how this list would go it seems in my head it seems fairly small because you've sorry you go just because you've got two hordes of molochs two regiments of horsemen that's the real meat of the army and then you've got um two big characters a medium character for those horsemen three units of chaff and some long range I mean, the Regiment of Bloodsworns, therefore, objectives. I mean, they're not going to... I mean, the melee four, 12 attacks, crushing one is okay. Yeah. 15, 70 nerves with five defense is pretty good, so mm-hmm. they're just blocking. It seems like a, an okay rounded list, I think. I'd be very interested to see how the two hordes of Molochs would go. Mm. I've run one before. Um, what I found was they'd get shot up before they got to combat, which was the problem. Mm. With the lower defense, yeah, they were just getting shot up. That's Probably why because... I'm hoping the fleshling troops will help with the screen, so you got to take those out unless you're hitting with the neg one for the cover. Yeah, yeah. I was getting hit by breath weapons and the like, so the negative one was didn't really matter. Yep. But, yeah, you've got, to, you've got to be kind of careful with the, the Mollocks because they are a bit fragile. Mm. They're getting shot. So they have to get in combat, so everything else is to... I mean, you've got the fast movement of the regiments of horsemen. Yep. Um, same with the champion and Bassie, they were all getting in the face, so they kind of have to pay attention to them. They could stand and shoot at the Molochs, but the flying guys will try and go for those archers or breath guys. Breath guys are Dis- usually individual. Disrupt them. Yep. 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 No, that's, I, I like the list. I'd be really interested to see how two units of Molochs go, because mm. they do... When they actually make combat, they do put out a fair bit of hurt. Yeah, 24 crushing two attacks is pretty good. <laughs> yeah, I, I hit a unit in the flank with um, a horde of Molochs last week. <laughs> That's a bit nice, 48. <laughs> munch, munch, munch. Mm, All right, tell mm. me about your list. Alrighty, so this list is a first for me. Uh-huh. I have never put allies into an army list. What? 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 That's and? true. Do you feel and dirty? <laughs> a little bit, but at least it's of the fluffy type of dirty. Uh-huh. All right, run, run through it. So, first I have a troop of gargoyles. Yes. And then I have two regiments of succubi, and one has the brew of strength. Mm-hmm. Then I have a horde of tortured souls, which usually hangs about the back of said succubi. Mm-hmm. And these guys have the brew of courage to increase their survivability. Yep. 
then I've got a regiment of Abyssal Horsemen with uh, Caterpillar Potion. Yes. Um, as as I stated in the army entry, the main one I take. If I could, if I had to lose the potion, probably plus one speed or nimble. Yep. But they get a bit expensive with the nimble. Next unit is an Afrit, uh, and he's got the Heart Seeking Chant. That's what it was called. Extra piercing. <laughs> right. Extra piercing for those that care. Uh, and this guy usually hangs behind my succubi alongside his buddy, the Abyssal Temptress. Mm-hmm. And I have given her Bane Chant. So I ha- now have a few options as to who I'm Bane Chanting. If I haven't made close combat yet and the Afrit's in shooting range, generally the Bane Chant will go on the Afrit in the hope that I get an extra piercing. Mm. So 20 piercing, uh, 20 piercing two shots. Better than a Cronius. Mm. But you could Bane Chant that guy as well. <laughs> yes, you could. The next unit is an Archfiend, or to round out the, the Abyss, I should say, is the Archfiend of the Abyss. Uh, and I've given him wings and six up defense, no lightning, mm-hmm. sadly, because I can't afford so it. Pure combat. Pure combat. So he just hangs around, inspires, and charges in when he needs to. Yep. Uh, and I, I like to get him in a, a combined close combat to add Brutal with Succubi or something similar. Tortured Souls is another good one just because of the, the volume of attacks. Yeah. And then I have my allies for the first time. <laughs> so I have some Twilight Kin. Right. Mm. So I have a troop of Gargoyles yep. from the Twilight Kin. Yeah. Only because... I have some inspiring in the Twilight Kin, and that is the Dark Avenger on the Abyssal Mount. Um, he doesn't have any items. I'm kind of writing this list with no magic items because uh, we're going to a tournament in a couple of months and the allies can't have magic items. Mm. But the other unit that is allied is Abyssal Riders, and I've taken a horde of them, mainly because their nerve is 15, 17. They've got regen and CS1, thunderous one, vicious. So they're pretty tough. Yeah. How many attacks? Uh, 24. Yeah, that's pretty good. <laughs> yeah. So they're only speed 7, but I'm going to hang these guys around, hopefully with my Abyssal Horsemen. They're which... slow for cavalry, but they punch oh, a lot better. Be than... <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I'm going to use the obviously use the gargoyles there to... Uh, get in the way and yep. then hopefully get my riders up and make, make a charge. I'd probably pair them up with the Abyssal Horseman from the Abyss and try and work it that way, which means my Archfiend's probably going to be hanging around the middle somewhere, around the horses and hopefully around the Succubi and the likes. But... Skulking about, inspiring and waiting for his turn. Yeah. Yeah. But that is my list. I'm... Sounds pretty good. Something You've played this a few times, the Abyss Army, Yeah. because um, it's one of the armies that you're working towards finishing mm. and with each incarnation of the list it gets a bit better i think you're getting right you're getting to the peak now yeah i think uh, i don't mind i've never really liked allies i must admit i'm a bit of a purist <laughs> uh, my other list do you want me to go through my pure list or not yeah why not yeah right, i'll bring that let the up. folks listen let the folks listen it's very similar it's just i've taken out the the twilight kin pretty much mm. So my pure abyss list, this is what I've run a couple of times, and I've, I've had a couple of losses with it now. I had two wins straight off the bat, and then I think I've lost a couple, but they were pretty close. Hmm. Right. So this one has two troops of gargoyles, mm-hmm. two regiments of succubi, mm-hmm. both naked. 
I had a molar cord, which is also naked. Yep. So that's pretty much my my core or my middle. That's your block. Yep. Uh, then I have the abyssal temptress uh, with bane chant, and she, again she sits behind the succubi. As you'd think. Yep. Uh, along with her buddy the afreet. Uh, same uh, magic item, the heart seeking chant. Yep. Then I've got the arch fiend, which. Uh, he can sit anywhere. He usually sits in the middle of my two little forces. Uh, again, he's just got, just got the wings and six-up defense. Mm-hmm. Then for my flankers, I've got a troop of hellhounds, um, tortured souls horde. Uh, again, both of those are naked. The horseman regiment with the caterpillar potion. And so I've got a bit of inspiring over there. I've got the um, the BSB on a horsey. Yeah, that's quite a bit different to you. Allied list. Hmm. Oh, it's similar in ways. Most of it, the core of it is very similar. Mm. I think I like your Allied list better. Yeah, so do I. So I've got to put together yeah. some models before my next game. To give it a crack. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, so that is the Forces of the Abyss. Uh, what do you think as a whole? Like the army, I've found it incredibly hard to write mm. and, and get used to. Yeah. I think, although I kind of like my list, I would need to play it just to see where all the flaws are and how how it works properly. Um, it's quite a bit different to what I'm used to. There's not a whole lot of ranged, a lot of expensive characters and monsters. Yeah, and that's what I mean. Like, I think I said it before, I think when you're building the list, I think, well, I found anyway, that you've got to sacrifice something to gain something yeah. else. Which is which gets a bit difficult. So mm. it's going to come down to your play style. You need to really have a good think about it before you write a list. Yeah. Mm. Um, but it's an interesting list. Yeah. Yeah. Makes you think. It's good. It is. Yeah. It is. All right. If you've got any suggestions for um, units that you love to take or character setups, just let us know on the Facebook page or comments on any of the uh, posts that we put up on the Mantic forums saying here's a show, whatever. But other than that, um, I guess we'll leave it there, yeah? Yeah, I think that's about it. All right, okay. We'll catch you on the next episode. Um, Enjoy the rest of your day or night. See ya. Bye. Yeah, direct misfire blowing up the game. Talking many war games is our aim. From rule books to advice, we cover it all with the best tactics. We never fall. Ben summons drone all your host every vid. Misfiring, but aiming up ahead. Comment, like, and subscribe today, keeping you notified and up to date. Come check us out at facebook.com slash direct misfire or shoot us over an email at directmisfire at gmail.com.